Welcome to the first episode of Real Estate Success Partners. We're your hosts, Devin Dubuque, David Wynn, and we're here to talk about how to have great success in every market and how to create great success for our real estate partners. Today marks our first episode, one of one. We're making history, baby. So uh, what are we going to talk about today, David? I say we talk about us. Let's let our followers know a little bit about us. I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, who's going first? How about I go first? Let's interview you, Dev. Let's go let the our, our audience know a little bit about you. That sounds like a great idea. Okay. Well, let's, I mean, you know, no time like the present. We're here. Let's, let's, let's get started. I agree. First question. Uh, what's your background, Devin? Tell us about yourself and how did you get into the business? Man, you know, uh, you know this, but, uh, you know, I, I grew up in, uh, Salina, Kansas, um, moved out to Dallas in, uh, 2000 and, uh, hope and a dream, right. You know, I came out here, I wanted to, to get into sales wrong, uh, wrong business. I started off in car sales, uh, but right idea, you know, I knew there was an opportunity for success out here. And, uh, you know, I think within six, seven months, uh, I had a good buddy of mine that said, Hey, you know what, you should, uh, you should get in the mortgage business with me. You know, we're having great success here. We're, we're, we're making a lot of money and having a good time. And, you know, more importantly, we're, we're helping people. And, you know, that was really important to me. So, you know, I took the plunge, uh, did a complete uh, transition to a, a new position and just fell in love with this industry. And I think it's because, you know, again, it's just, uh, it, it's one of those businesses where you, you get to help people, right? Um, you know, you can have great success, but you're helping families get in homes. So you're helping families achieve uh, you know, uh, uh, potential long-term wealth uh, that can be passed along to their generations. And man, there's something special about that, right? Uh, there's something special about helping people. And I think that's that's what got me in the business. So that's, that's where, I, where I got to today. That's how I got here. Okay. okay. Um, so are you a broker or a banker? So I'm a banker. Uh, we have the opportunity to broker, but you know, mainly yeah. a bank, right? Yeah. What's your, what's your position? Are you a loan officer or a branch manager? Uh, I'm branch manager, so I'm the corporate branch manager for Click and Close M Mortgage and uh, the uh, managing director of the Dubuque team. Okay. So tell us about your setup, Devin. What does your team look like? Oh man, that's a it's a great question. So uh, you know we've got a team of about uh, forty mortgage professionals. Um, we, uh, we have those teams broken down into separate entities. Each team has one or two loan officers, uh, two or three loan partners, uh, and they all share a team of, uh, backend loan processors. Um, you know, we've really tried to build a model that allows for our loan originators to stay focused on going out and building new relationships with their real estate partners, uh, and also make sure that they're available to, uh, deliver the, uh, uh, the consultations to our, our borrowers, uh, but we've given that opportunity for their loan partners to take care of a lot of the heavy lifting. What we've seen in the industry, you know, over the years is a lot of time the loan officer does everything right. You know, mm -hmm. they're, they're trying to wear too many hats and uh, you know, they come across looking like uh, the one band band or, you know, maybe a clown and uh, you know, we want them to be a conductor, right. You know, uh, to be able to provide great service to their loan partners. Um, they need to have that ability um, to really, you know, stay focused on creating new business. Well, they've got a back-end team that does all the work. And that way we can stay in touch with our, our, our real estate partners. We can stay in touch with our borrowers. Uh, and uh, our loan officers have the ability to create, you know, new new business. We've also built a really solid processing team. Uh, you know, we've gotten loans closed in as little as eight days 
uh, start to finish, right? You know, and that's that's important. That's you got to make sure that you're taking care of your real estate partners and your borrowers, making the process smooth and seamless, giving them communication, or, uh, you know, or across the table. And that's that's what my team looks like, right? That's just a little snapshot. I think there's probably a gazillion more things that I could tell you, uh, but if you want to, you know, just uh, you know, kind of peel back that first layer, that first top layer of the onion. That's that's what we're looking like today. Well, call me a little bit biased, Devin, but your team sounds amazing. <laughs> so last question, what do you think your unique skills are and that hope you become so successful? Man, you know, I love that you asked that. And and I think it's a tough one to ask, right? Because we have to, you know, we have to try to stay modest. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we don't want to sound like we're, we're bragging or gloating, but uh, man, I think uh, the gift that I've been given is the gift of motivation. Um you know, I think that's really important uh, to have a good uh, 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 motivational value to your team uh, to provide, you know, constant uh, um, support uh, when everybody needs it. Right. And to, to make sure that you keep that train driving. And, and I've been blessed with that. Right. You know, I've, I've got an opportunity to get in front of my team every day, you know, wake them up with uh, with uh, we, we actually call it the, the call stars. Uh, we get up every day and, and we come in and we actually host a meeting where my entire team uh, jumps on a calls from nine to 11 and we reach out to our real estate partners and our borrowers and we give them updates and make sure that they're, you know, they're, they're, they're aware of what's going on with the processes. And uh, that's important, right? But it's also hard to stay consistent and persistent and to be able to do that uh, and provide that opportunity and be there to support them and give them that motivation. I think that's, you know, my driving trait. I think that's one of the things that really sets us apart from the competition. So uh, you ask about, uh, you know, what makes me successful. I think it's, I think it's motivation, man. I think it's being able to motivate others and and teach them how to be successful. You know, there's something I like to say to my people and and that's, you know, um, you know, really I'm, I'm here to help show each and every one of you uh, the right opportunities to make yourselves the most successful versions of yourself. And, you know, to do that, I'm going to hold you accountable. And I ask that they all hold each other accountable, um, you know, and, and, and we, we push each other and motivate each other, you know, to create great success together. So um, I think that's the unique trait, man. I think that's, you know, I think that's probably it. That's amazing, Devin. Oh, no wonder you're so successful. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. I do. I do. So, you know, I know this is one-on-one, so we're going to try to keep this one short and uh, sweet. Uh, we want to make sure that we captivate and, and build some 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 viewers. So uh, uh, we're not going to go too far off. Um, and of course, what this podcast is going to be about, guys, is really how, you know, we create success inside of our, our, our own lives and for our, our people around us, but also how we create great success for the partners that we're doing business with. So, uh, let's, let's transition this over to you, David. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like where this is going. Yeah. So David, uh, man, I've known you for a long time and, and we've actually worked together in a couple different environments, mm -hmm. uh, man, always had great, uh, uh, relationship and, you know, David, I've always just admired you for, you know, what you bring to the table, the, the energy and the motivation and, you know, the, the driving force that you have, right. So to speak. And so, uh, you know, I want to ask you some questions. So what's your background, right? Uh, how did you get into the business? Okay. So I spent the last 20 years of my young life. <laughs> I still call myself young, um, you know, in banking. Um, we're still young, bro. Yeah, thanks, still man. Young. I, agree. I agree. We may yeah. feel old, but we're it's, it's all up here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, you know, I spent 20 years in banking. Um, I was in credit card processing. So uh, I got in there very young age and, and it's been, a, I, I caught an entire career in, in there. And I, I kind of zigzag kind of like you until I found my calling, which I consider mortgages uh the love of my life, the love of my life. You know, it's yeah. uh 
it's, I love the ability to help people. The, I love everything about the mortgage business. So I kind of zigzagged uh, to this point. That's, you know, man, sometimes that's how we get in it, right? We yeah. never know how we're going to end up or we end up. It's just, uh, we, we get dropped in there and then we find it and we find a passion for it and we love it and we grow on it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so are you a broker or are you a banker? I'm a banker. And I knew that Yeah, you, know, you work with me. So, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, are you a loan officer or a branch manager? I'm a loan officer. Yeah. And uh, do you have a team? And, and if so, what does that look like? I do. I do. So I have a team of four, including myself. Um, I have my experience manager, Ashton. Um, I have my uh, LO um, assistant, Jasmine, and then my partner that does everything, Chris. Um, you know, as we grow our team, we're adding on to it. But, you know, this uh, I, I, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my team. They're a big part of what we do and how we do things. And, and let me ask you a question. Uh, how does that workflow work? Right. You've got four people on the team. What does everybody do? Right. What is what does that look like? Yeah, it's so. So I'm kind of the the marketing guy that goes out there and, you know, talks to the clients. I'm, I'm kind of the, the face of, the, of our franchise. Yeah. Um, Ashton is my experience manager. You know, we want to make sure we give a five star experience and to everybody out there. And he. He just kind of ensures that Jasmine and Chris are our back end. There's a lot of, I call it dirty work when it comes to the mortgage business. You know, there's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of pulling. There's a, you know, if, if you don't know any about the mortgage business or real estate, it's, I call it the puzzle. You got to put a, you got to be able to solve a puzzle and put puzzle pieces together. And that's what Ashton and Chris are very good at. You know, there's, there's not anything that we come across that we can't find a solution to. Yeah. Well, that's important. You know, I mean, you're right. It is a puzzle. And the thing is, is we need to make it look easy, right? Yes. You know, so having the right team and the right support staff behind you, right? I, I know in my my career, right, that's what's made, you know, uh, uh, so successful is having that ability to have the right team assembled that can take that puzzle that, you know, we're, we're, let's be honest, it's not a, it's not a child's 10 piece puzzle, right? No. The, big, the big puzzle blocks, right? No. <laughs> You know, it's sometimes it's a thousand piece puzzle, right? Sure. And we need to take that thousand piece puzzle and show our real estate agents and our borrowers that it's the child's puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. Let them put those big blocks into place, get them to the closing table, and they don't need to know what's going on behind the curtains. And that's why assembling the right team is so important, right? I mean, would you say that that's, that's no, an accurate? I, I can't emphasize, but, you know, I, I taught every time. We do all the heavy lifting and you never know what the problem is behind the scenes. All you know is... We're gonna have a smooth and flawless closing, and that's and that's the, what we want to make sure that everybody has is a smooth and flawless closing. Well, let me ask you that too. And I know this is a little off of the topics that we talked about, but uh, how do you how do you what, what kind of process do you fall right? How do you get to a smooth and flawless closing? Right? What does that look like? Is there a formula or a system that you follow? We do. We are a very process driven uh, company team uh, from the top to the bottom. You know, um, you know we. We have what's called a daily success plan. We follow the same things every single day. On Monday, we we, we call it our just our our um just ask. Tuesday, we're doing a specific thing. Wednesday, we're doing a specific thing. Thursday, we're doing a specific thing. So well, let's break that down real quick. So Monday, right? What do we do on Monday? What what does that look like? We call it Thor's hammer. So our Monday is is probably one of my favorite calls of the week. We're reaching out to real estate agents just to make an introduction just to meet new client clientele out there just to you know just to get uh our faces out to the public out there and looking, see, looking see. for other partners yeah. that are like-minded like-hearted right absolutely building new relationships Devin. yeah yeah that's important right because let me ask you a question do you want to do business with just anybody right when you no, guys are looking for those no, relationships absolutely not i'm okay. you know there's a there's a, a saying that we say around the office we're looking for like-minded and like-hearted people 
you know, at the end of the day, I've done business in the past with people that sometimes I really didn't like Devin. And I'm at a point in my lifetime where that's just not where I want to go anymore. So I think that's important, right? You know, I mean, you you said at the beginning, right? You know, we're getting up there in age, right? (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, we like to think we're young. And, and, you know, why why build a, a, a business off of people you don't like doing business with, right? I think it's really important you find the right partners, the right success partners, right? Right. To drive each other to move the right way. So so you do this Thor's Hammer thing. You guys call new agents. And what are you trying to do? Are you selling them products? Or are you selling them? Absolutely not. You know, I'll go back to what our, our, our tagline, uh, like heart and like minded people. So, I, you know, I I, I want to get to know them. I want to know what yep. they what they tick, what their what their family structure is, what, what you know, uh, just, if, if we have any common interest, you know, right. because at the end of the day, I want to I want to like them. Oh, if I'm going to do business with them, that's more important than anything else. You know, the rest of the business side will come. Yep. You're right. You're right. You're right. You know, um, so so you do the Monday Thor's hammer thing and uh, you're reaching out to new agents. Do you do you, do you do you do anything else on that day? Is there any other activity you call any other uh, people? Yeah, I, we do. We do. Uh, we have a we have what's called our, our focus realtors on that day. Uh, we reach out to all of our realtor relationships just to touch base with them, just to make sure that they know we're here. And if they need anything, we're here of service. And, you know, in, in with that. With the modern day of technology, you have phones, you have text, you have everything. But you know what? Nothing's more powerful than to pick up the phone and just make that live call and say, hey, right. I'm here. What yeah. do you, 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 you know, Amen. is there anything you need from me? You know, I'm, it's old school, but, you know, we believe it's important to actually pick up that phone and, and talk to you. I, I think that's important, too, man. I think, you know, we come to a world where, you know, everything became about price and mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, about uh, who, who's got the best price and the best bottom line. But, you know, I, I think we forget about service. And, you know, sometimes we get wrapped up in those, you know, transactions, not not just mortgage in any type of life. Right. And, you know, it's all price driven. And then we find out there's no service behind it and it's not enjoyable. I can tell you, Mrs. Uh, Dubuque and I, you know, when we like to go out to dinner. Right. Um, you know, we like to single out places and restaurants that just provide amazing service and you know what we're willing to pay a little extra for that you know uh not that your price or product is more expensive than anybody else i i, I assume that that's not the case but um, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's important to have the right service and picking up the phone and talking to somebody, right? Getting that face-to-face value or that, you know, that that at least voice-to-voice value. Man, I think it's a lost art. And I love to hear that you guys are doing You do this every single Monday. You, you call Every single Monday. That's it's part of our process. It's uh, without fail. That's why you're so successful, man. I already, you know, I, I know because we work together, but at the end of the day, you know, just kind of hearing it back and hearing what you're doing. Uh, man, it just all makes so much sense. So you've got an activity for Tuesday. What do you do on Tuesdays? Man, Tuesdays are just ask Devin. So, you know, it, we, you know, with our realtor relationships, um, Tuesday are anybody that has an executed contract that's in processing. Um, Tuesdays is our, what I call just ask or update days. You know, we're calling our realtor. We're calling the other realtor on the transaction. We're calling the title company and we're also calling the insurance company. Anybody that's involved in the transaction, we're calling them on the phone to make sure that everybody's up to date on what's going on with the file. I was going to say, what do you talk about? Right. So <laughs> yeah. are you just calling them to call no, them. Or- <laughs> absolutely not. Just to, you know, again, at the end of the day, what we find is communication is key. You know, a lot, what we have found is realtors whenever they're working with certain lenders, don't get a lot of communication. They're always asking, Hey, what's going on with the Jones file? Hey, was there an appraisal order? Was certain, certain uh, milestones hit? They never have to worry about that uh, yeah. anymore. You know, I, I talk to realtors all the time where on Sunday nights, they're thinking of going, Hey, I need to call this lender to make, find out this file. We got to call this lender to find out this file with us. You don't ever have to worry about it because you're getting a call from us every Tuesday to give you an update on what's going on with that file. 
So without fail, it goes on every Tuesday. Yeah, that's, but that's good stuff. Yeah. But the biggest thing we do is when we communicate with the client, um, you know, we're simply asking Mr. Smith, hey, you know, this is going on in the file. Uh, looks like we're going to have a smooth and flawless closing. Do you have any questions? No. Okay. Um, we just want to ask you a question. Hey, do you know anybody that's looking to buy, sell, or refinance? If you do, can you please send them our way? Yeah. That's why we call it just ask. It's an update, but it's it's a just ask because you know our you're, one, you're looking for an opportunity. We're looking right? for an opportunity, but yeah. we're we're trying to, to serve more people. I mean, is that kind of a fair way to do, to look at it? Well, what what makes you successful? You know, yeah. uh, as, uh, as a as a as a relationship to my realtors, my job is to if I can give them more business. Uh, and it's just yeah. simply you know in, in our business, you know, when do most people ask for referrals? At the end of the transaction, no, right? right. No, everybody does. No, or, I, I or talk, not at all. Or not at all. Or not at all. Uh, I talk to everybody, but when you think about it, Devin, who when, when are people most excited about a transaction during the process? I mean, think about that. Yeah. They're about to move into a house in the next 15 to 30 days. Don't you think they're going to talk about it at the family dinner? Don't you think they're talking about it at work? Don't you think they're talking yeah. about it with their girlfriends, their guy friends? They're, they're excited. About you're right. Uh, so what you I put out what. into this world, you're going to get back. So think about it. It makes complete sense yeah. that the best time to ask for a referral is during the transaction. You're going to get more referrals during yeah. that transaction than any any part of the thing. And the reason why we do it is that way our world relationships don't have to do. We're, we're doing it for you. That's huge, man. That's huge. You know, and I know when the, the wife and I bought, uh, you know, where we're broadcasting from today, right? The secret headquarters of... Uh, of Devin of Uke, right? Uh, you know, when, when we purchased this home, you know, we, we literally, we told everybody, right? You know, we we were out, well, we were talking to all the folks that we knew, you know, it didn't matter, you know, if they were uh, the, the waiters at the, the restaurants that we talked to or our friends and family, uh, man, we were talking about, you know, how excited we were for a home and, you know, we did a new build. So it took some time. So, you know, I, mean, I think we were talking about buying our new house for six or seven months, you know, and you're right. You know, there were a lot of people that approached us at that point in time and said, hey, you know, <laughs> who you using for your financing. Uh, in my case, it was easy, right? I, I get to advertise my company. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but at the end of the day, it, it does happen. And we do talk about it because it is an exciting point in our lives. So, you know, the fact that you guys are reaching out every Tuesday and giving those status updates and and using that as another opportunity, uh, man, I think that's huge, right? I mean, that's 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 definitely a, a, a game changer. So uh, we know what you do on Tuesday, right? Uh, what do you do on Wednesday? Wednesday is our PassCon database call. So, on Tuesday, let's just say uh, that our just ask, if for some reason we get to the end of the transaction and we fund the loan and we haven't gotten referral, we consider that a C. Uh, what I mean by that? I don't consider you can give me a five-star uh, uh, bill unless review. I get you a, a review, unless I can get you a referral back. So we consider we're, we're halfway there because any lender can get you to the to the closing line, hopefully. Yeah. you know, um, We just take it one step further. For, you, for me to get an A, for me to get a five-star review, I need to extract a referral from you. So if I can't do that by the time the transaction is completed, then it goes into my past client database card. Right. So in my past client database, uh, we're we're marketing to our clients. Notice I said our clients, to our realtors and our clients. So what does that look like? You know, we use uh, CRMs. We use a, a CRM called HomeBot. It sends a valuation to the clients every single month that tells you what the valuation of the house. They can even go in there and manipulate and see who what's sold in the neighborhood, where other transactions are going. Yeah. So if they have any questions, if they're on the move, we can jump in and, and, and let them know, hey, how can we here, be here of service? The secondary thing we do is um, we contact the clients four times a year on a phone call, Devin. We, you already know we... 
email them once a month. Right. Um, but we're going to call them four times a year. The reason why we're going to call for them four times a year is because people like to communicate the way they like to communicate. Again, we're in the technology age, Devin. Right. Some people like to communicate with text. Some people like to communicate with uh, email. Some people like to communicate with phone. We want to make sure that we hit all those platforms to make sure that we reach the client. And when we're reaching the client, you know, it's just another opportunity for us to ask, hey, do you know anybody that's looking to buy, sell, or refinance? Hey, if you do, can you please send them our way? Yeah. You know, there's, there was a stat out there. I don't know if you know there's not. What percentage do you think most people use the same realtor for a second transaction? Man, I'm, uh, you know, you, you'd, you'd hope a lot, right? You know, I mean, you spend a lot of time. It's your yeah. most valuable possession. And and at the end of the day, uh, you know, the person that brought you to that home, you know, I, I think you'd want to give them back business, right? Yeah, you would. But it, the National Realtor Association says that's 12%, Devin. Why do you think 12% if you did such a great job of capturing that audience came back to you for a second time? Yeah. What do you think that is? Yeah. It's just the, yeah. Follow up maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Follow up. Be in face fronting. That's why we want to make sure that we're in their face every single month. We want to make sure that if they are on the move or they're looking at another transaction, we are there to talk to them. And then we're there to capture that, to capture that uh, audience for our realtors also. That's so, uh, you know, that, that database call is it, it, huge. If we don't get that, if we don't get a, a referral by, by the end of the transaction, we're going to get one usually by the end of the year. That's huge, man. That's huge. And you're calling them, you know, you're calling your, your past customer. It's every Wednesday. You call all, all of them every Wednesday. No, we, we, we go, no, <laughs> we, we kind of go through the alphabet, you know, on this Wednesday, it's every, every other letter, maybe AB next to it, BC. So we have a method, uh, methodical way of doing it. And we, again, we don't want to hit them too little. We don't want to hit too much. We call them about four times a year. That's we don't want to bother them, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's safe. If you're calling them every Wednesday, that could get a little redundant. Yeah, yeah. It's about, we reach out to them about four times a year. We don't think it's, I, I, we think it's just right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know, there's probably some statistics behind that too, right? You know, to, to the, the, the amount of times that you're calling them, um, the, the four times a year, you've seen that that's kind of the magic number. Or yes, yes. So, so our, so the sister show with us, you know, eat with us touching them on email. With us calling them. And on top of that, we're also writing letters to them, Devin. So when I say we hit all the platforms, we hit all the platforms of communication over that course of that year. That's fantastic, man. That's great stuff. So, okay. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, those days are done, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you've got uh, Thursday. So what do you do on Thursday? Thursday. Thursdays are our pals. Uh, Pre-approved and looking. I know I keep saying that uh, this is my favorite day. They're all my favorite days of the week to call <laughs> Um, so what, what is a pals, you know, whenever we get someone in and they want to get a pre-approval, um, what do most lenders do? They give them the pre-approval and then they sit back, right? right? The next time the realtor or the client talks to that lender is the next time you have an executed contract. We don't do that. We contact that client every single week to make sure there is there anything. My big thing is, can we be a service? Is there anything that you need from us yeah. to get them going? Okay. Yeah. But the secondary reason why we call our pals is really for our realtor relationships. Devin, I, I don't have to tell you, this has been a, a a wild year, you know, with the feds doing what they're doing. You know, it seems like every time a fed come, comes up with a meeting, uh, our, our borrowers are frozen out there. Have yeah. you noticed that this year? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, definitely. It's a different market. It's, so you know. yeah, it's a, it's a completely different market. So, you know, We've heard the cries of the people. What I mean by that is our realtor relationships. You know, they're sitting there whenever the feds come out with an announcement, uh, everybody freezes and no one's looking at houses. Well, you know, our client, I keep emphasizing our client, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to rates or, or, or lending or something like that, who's more adept at answering those questions, the realtor or the lender? Probably the lender, right, yeah. Devin? Yeah. So yeah. with that being said, 
if they're frozen because of rates or, or so, it, I probably should be communicating with them. So we, you know, when, when my team is calling them, my experienced manager, Ashton, he's just following up, hey, you know, uh, what's going on? Are you going out looking at houses this weekend? Uh, if they, you know, if they're frozen because of rates or they don't know, then we go into our, you know, let's, let's be of service, you know. Yeah. At the end of the day, the market's the market. We don't control the environmental. All we can control is is what we do about that. So I'll, I'll give a perfect example. You know, we're in a rising rate market today. But with that being said, is now the time to buy, Devin? I think it is. I think it is. And I, and I think a lot of people think no, right? You right. Know, but but I am in this industry. Yes, so, yes. You know, at the end of the day, you know, what we see is, is people are frozen up because they see these higher interest rates and they go, man, this is the worst time to, to purchase a home. Uh, but what they're not thinking about is all the other reasons why they should be buying a home, right? What was happening nine, 10 months ago? Yeah, you were paying over asking price. Five, How much? 10, 15, 20. I mean, I had, I had a personal client pay $100,000 for a $600,000. Yeah, mine for 50K over asking on the yeah. house that I sold before the Mississippi yeah. and I moved into here, right? You know, so so nine months ago, 10 months ago, the houses were going for 50 to 100K over, but rates were low, right? Yeah. But you're coming out of pocket with 50K, 100K over, right? Some cases, 15 or 20, right? But I think the the, the average at that point in time, especially here in the, the Dallas-Fort Worth market, which should be specific as where we're located, but we do business. Do, do we just do business here? No, we're national. Yeah, 48 states, right? That's you know, right. So we were seeing it everywhere, but specifically here, right? You know, 50K, 100K over asking price uh, for these houses. And they were getting great interest rates, right? But what, what else was happening to them? Were they able to negotiate a contract? Absolutely not. No seller right. concessions, no nothing. It was it was all a, a, a seller's market, actually. Yeah, right. And so you'd have what, how many, there was a record as to how many deals hit at one point in time. Do you remember that? Like a, it was one, they even put it in the news, the Dallas Morning News. I think it was it was over 50 offers in day number one as a house hit the market. Was yeah, it was, it, was, like it was something crazy. I mean, it was something ridiculous, right? Like yep. 50, 50, 50 or plus, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> bids on a house. And, and were your government borrowers able to buy a house back then? Absolutely not. Basically, right. all the FHA, VAs were, were, were shot down. It was it was conventional or nothing. That was it. Yeah. So, so conventional or nothing. And uh, so, so you got to have a, and, and you had to have a lot of money, right? Uh, so you had to make your, you, you, you kind of had to uh, dr dress up the offer, right? You know, is it kind of, you know, put, put lipstick on it and, you know, throw something fancy on it to make it look really good. Right. So we're dangling cash, right. We're dangling uh, cash purchase, right. Sometimes they were cash purchases, um, you know, and then what waving, waving, waving the necessity for the seller to pay the title policy. Right. Yeah. Uh, what else was going on there? They uh, uh, no, no, uh, uh, inspection required. Yeah, no inspection, no appraisal, as yeah. is. Yeah, yeah as is crazy. appraisal, right? Even yeah. if it comes in under value, you got to come over value, right? And uh, but the rates were good, right? The rates were good, but now the rates have gone higher. But what's happened to the houses right now? Are they going for 50, 100K over asking price? Absolutely not. In fact, right now they're giving a seller concessions. You're getting a lot of things that you you didn't you couldn't negotiate back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so now you've got the ability to negotiate. Okay. You're not having to come in over. In fact, I think there is actually some negotiating where you can even come in under asking price. Uh the the buyers are typically having an, uh, the sellers are now paying the title policies, right? Mm -hmm. They're allowing for inspections. You can actually pick the house you want, right? Yeah. Now you actually there's there's not a waiting line as to, hey man, I hope I get a house. It's hey, I can actually get back to actually buying the home that I actually want to buy, right? What a novel idea. We can buy the house we want to buy, uh, but the rates are high. So why is that so scary? If you're keeping money in the bank, you get the ability to negotiate, right? You're not having to uh, come over the top to win the bid. with, And now you got all that extra money that you're storing in the bank, right? Mm -hmm. So realistically, it might be 
Now's the time to buy, Devin. Better time I, to buy I, I can't. It's a better time to buy house. It's so so you know you got people that are waiting for what to happen. What if what what do they what do you think they're waiting for? I'll be real frank with you. They don't know. So so here's the deal, Devin. I I tell people all the time, we are the professionals. Me as the lender, our real estate partners uh, are at are the are the professionals. You know the people that are coming to us are are school teachers, they're doctors, they're pilots, they're uh, construction workers. They come from all walks of life, every form. They're not in the real estate business, yeah. so they just don't know. So it's our job to educate them. It's our job to let them know. A lot of times, whenever I'm going over these scenarios with them, Devin, it's the first time they've hear they've heard it. You know, it's yeah. it's that yeah. it's that it's that process driven that I'm talking about. It's the handholding. You know, it's the largest purchase of your life. Yeah. If you're not in the business, wouldn't you be a little bit weary about about rates? Wouldn't you a little be a little bit weary about what you're hearing information? No, you're right. Um, but again, they're school teachers. They're doctors. They're pilots. Yeah. They're construction workers. Yep. It, they depend on us, our professionalism, and our 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 ability to to make them comfortable with the transaction. That's right. Huh? Yeah. They're That's looking right. to us for guidance, and 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 they're looking for lead, uh, for us for to be, to lead them down to a smooth and flawless closing. Devin. Smooth. And, I love it, man. I love the smooth and flawless closing. Right. That's important because who wants a you know a, a painful uh, <laughs> yeah. and stressful closing? Right. That doesn't sound like fun for anybody. You know. Well, I'm going to go back and touch on this real quick. So they're waiting for the race to come down. Right. That's what they're thinking is going to happen. And and the thing is, is that what do you guys think is going to happen? What do, what do you think is going to happen when the rates do come back down? What 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 ends up happening to the market? Well, it's going to. Well, think about it this way. Don't you think other people are sitting out in the market waiting for the race to come down? Don't I you would think there's so. investment better? So at the end of the day, you know, by you waiting, you may price yourself out of the market because at the end of the day, now is the best time to buy. If you're getting seller concessions, if you're getting all these things, buy now because if if, if the rates do come down, then it's it's a double whammy. You win. We can always refinance you. Uh, but yeah. but we're not competing with everybody else that's going to come back to the market. Win because, with win, right? Yeah, yeah. Win, win with win. win. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you didn't catch earlier, it's David Win. So that's a little, you know, that little dad humor for you guys. Uh, I'm full of it. So sorry. Uh, you got to you gotta deal with it. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, the rates are going to come down at some point in time, right? Now, are they going to come back to where they, I don't know. Nobody knows that, right? But we we do think, you know, we, we're hearing economists are speculating that there may be some rate reduction, uh, you know, third quarter of next year. Uh, and when that happens, guess what, right? Uh, I think you know the answer, but I'm going to throw it out there, right? The guy that bought the house now that didn't pay extra, they got to keep all that cash in his bank, right? Uh, they can now have that extra cash to pay the slightly increased payment because the rates got higher. He's still got all that money in his bank. And what happens when the rates go down for him? We lower the rate, lower the payment. We refinance them, right? We refinance them. So they get to buy the house cheap and then they get to refinance it, get the payment down. And the guy that bought the house 50, 100K over, does he get that money back? No. He doesn't get that money back. And Mm -hmm. can he refinance again? He can refinance. If he wants to take a higher rate. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, guys, um, you know, uh, we went off a little bit on a tangent there, but, you know, it sounds like you're calling Thursday yep. and you're encouraging buyers to jump in the market right now. Absolutely. Which is going to help your real estate partners because they're actually getting support from their lender mm-hmm. to help communicate to the borrower that now's the great time to buy, right? And then once you call the borrower, what do you do after that? Uh we we once we call the borrower, again, we touch the agent again. We we have this thing, touch the bar, touch the client, touch the agent. Anytime that we talk to the client. We're letting, we're updating the agents, letting them know what's going on. That's huge, man. That's huge. You know, and, and, and I, I'll be honest with you, man. I've been in this industry for two decades. 
I don't hear this stuff happening often. You know, I, I don't know that anybody's making the, I mean, you guys are making efforts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So you're doing all this stuff all week. What are you doing Friday, man? What's, I mean, what's Friday? Today's Friday. What do you, what do you do today? I mean, you're over here at my house. Yeah. yeah we're, what's, what's Friday we're, all start, about? we're starting the podcast, but you know, what, what we want to get to a point is what we call freedom Friday. You know, that's Friday for now. It's just cleaning up the week and stuff like that. But we want to get to a point where Friday is, is, is freedom. What, what does freedom mean to whatever? Spend time with my family, spend time with, you know, do, do things I like to do yeah. uh, instead of having to yeah. work. And let's be honest, when we say freedom, it doesn't mean the business shuts down because there's still homes closed and there's still, you got a team, right? Absolutely. You got a team and, and, you know, the team is going to make sure that they're getting your stuff taken care of. Well, you get a little time to, to yourself to host podcasts and uh, to go out and spend time with your family. And and that's really what it's all about. Right. You know, so, so you've got activity Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're working towards the freedom Friday goal. Absolutely. Right. And uh, what does David Wynn do in his free time? Right. Uh, do you have a family? Do you have, uh, you know, do you, do you have, you know, what do you, what do you do on the off time, man? you're busy i do i do i <laughs> you know my off time is sitting around my kids so i have a 12 year old and a 14 year old two boys um and they are my everything That's i call awesome. them they're in uh you know they're in every sports known to man um on, on nights that. weekends uh a lot of my times is spent on the court whatever court that or field that is it's everything from football to soccer to baseball to basketball so uh when i'm not here or i'm not at work i'm at a court somewhere uh being their biggest cheerleader. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. You know, family, what's what it all about? And we didn't talk about that with me, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. I've, I'm, I'm a family guy too. Um, I've talked about Mrs. Dubuque, uh, the lovely Darian Dubuque, uh, but I've also got kids too. I've got some older ones and some younger. I've got a 21 year old. I've got a 22 year old. I've got a 20 year old uh, all out of the house. One of them's going to UNT. The other are out there, uh, you know, enjoying their, their lives and and successes and their own successes. Uh, and then I've got some here at home. I've got a nine-year-old girl just had a birthday yesterday. I've got a seven-year-old uh, son. Uh, and then I've got a 10-month-old baby boy, Kai Anthony Dubuque. And man, he is just, uh, you know, he's just a ball of joy. So family is what it's all about. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's how I like to enjoy, you know, my off time too, is, is spending time with the family. I mean, I've got a whole army, so, you know, <laughs> I got to make sure that, that I'm there to, 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 uh, to enjoy those times with the kiddos. So, well, you know, what's funny is I was going to ask you what, uh, what your unique skill is that made you successful. I kind of think we covered it, but there may be something else, David, what else do you got out there? What, what's that unique skill that's, uh, you know, that's, that's driven your success, man, I, I, I think it's, it, it's empathy, you know, Devin, I, I think, I think I'm a people, well, I don't think I know, uh, my, my ability to connect with people on all, on all walks of life. Uh, I'm a people person. I'm a, I'm, I call, I call myself an energy vampire. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is I get, I, I, I feed off of other people's energy. You know, I love talking to new people. I love hearing their stories. I love, I love every, cause we all come from different walks of life, different backgrounds, different things. And everybody has a story. And then, and then just just really peeling the banana back and just looking at all the pieces uh, and then connecting with them. And then the, the, the last thing, you know, uh, to be able to help them in a business transaction uh, yeah. and not just a business transaction, this is the largest purchase of their life. This is their dream, Devin. Yeah. And for me to be able to give them that gift or the ability to help them with that process, it's, it's the most rewarding thing in the world. I, I I'm right there with you, man. I mean, that's, you know, uh, two decades in, and I never get tired of helping families, no, you know, at all. And, and, and for me personally, you know, because, you know, I, I do have the, 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 the branch helping my, my team have, you know, the, their support with their families. You know, I mean, uh, we've got a, a, a list of core values and our number one core value is family, you know, and, and, and the reason we chose that value was because 
uh, we're helping families and we're helping families build generational wealth. Um, but we as a work environment, I mean, you're part of my work environment yeah. right? and we are a family, right? You yep. know, we, we do things together. And I think the hustle culture made family about, you know, well, we're family, but when you're not at work, you're not really part of the family. Right. But I don't think that's the way that we do things. And the third part of our family is, is, uh, you know, we, uh, we, 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 we take care of our families first, you know, and I think that's, that's huge. You know I mean? Uh, David, has there ever been a situation where you need to get to a game or, uh, or, or spend time with the family where, you know, anybody in our organization made you feel like, man, you know, you shouldn't be there, right? You should be at work. No, absolutely not. I yeah. think that's why our core value is number one is family. It's family, man. You know, yeah. uh, we'll get into more of those, you know, as we continue to explore, you know, uh, uh, our, ourselves and, and what we do. But I do get to talk about number two before we get off of here. And uh, that's passion. You know, our second thing that uh, uh, we've we've listed in our core values is passion. And, and, and the reason we mentioned passion is because we are passionate about what we do. We're passionate about helping people. We're passionate about uh, supporting people and helping people to build success and tremendous success and build the best versions of themselves. And I think that's why we, that why we started the podcast, right? You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is important to us. So, you know, I mean, guys, we really appreciate y'all joining us in here today and getting to know a little bit more about me and David and, and who we are and where we come from. Uh, you know, today is about us because it's, it's one-on-one, right? Like, like we said, history being made right here. You guys are a part of this, right? Um, but uh, we've got a lot more to talk about. We're going to bring on a lot of successful people from the industry uh, mm -hmm. to talk about their successful su successes and what they're doing right now uh, and what they've been doing to have success and to have success in any environment, right? Yeah. It's not just about what's happening today. Let's make sure that it's about what's happening at any time, right? How do you have tremendous success in any environment? So uh, again, I'm Devin Dubuque. I'm David Wynn. And we appreciate you joining the Real Estate Success Partners. Uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great day. Until next time.